Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Happy Aloha Friday. Thank you all for joining us here on This Is Now. I'm Dylan Nchetta. Billy V is in for Mark Carpenter today. We want to tell you about the latest in the Kauai, the breaking news out of Kauai and that search for that uh, suspected murderer. But first, we want to give you a first alert traffic with our Jonathan Masaki. Jonathan, what's going on? Well, I guess the best way to describe traffic today is sloppy and slippery um, for a big part of our city, especially if you're trying to get from the Kipahulu area, I'm sorry, Kapahulu area into the greater part of downtown. Right now you're seeing a traffic shot of the H1 and Middle Street merge. So if you're coming into town in that direction, that tie-up, of course, is still always bad. But because of the slippery conditions, people are driving a little bit more cautious. And there you see a lot of red as you head into town before you get to the greater part of the H1, H2 merge. So right into town, traffic is at a crawl. Earlier today, there was a three-car three car vehicle pileup. HPD did clear that up pretty quick at school and H1. So we have been told that has since been cleared. But the traffic at advisories for this afternoon is going to be very careful, very slow, watch your neighbor, malama each other again, have that aloha, because it's going to be a slick and slippery kind of commute for the rest of this afternoon on this Aloha Friday. So that's kind of it for First Alert Traffic on Hawaii News Now. Thank you so much for that, Jonathan. Uh, we also want to move now to the latest from Kauai. We've learned some new information about that murder investigation, and I spoke with police a short time ago, and we learned the latest. Here's more. After eight days of searching the heavily forested Koke'e area, officials found what they believe is the body of 22-year-old Cody Gardner. Officials reportedly found the body Thursday in a remote, hard-to-access area. They say it appears he died after falling from a steep cliffside. His body still hasn't been recovered as the weather is making those efforts difficult. Gardner fled to the Koke'e area over a week ago after allegedly killing his father, 52-year-old Delwood Kale Gardner in Lawaii on February 16th with a spear gun, according to sources. An autopsy later confirmed he died of multiple sharp force injuries to the neck, authorities said. We just reach out to the family and offer our deepest um, condolences and uh, our hearts are with them. Whenever this type of tragedy happens, you know, especially on a tight-knit community like Kauai, it's just so devastating. And so we just, you know, pray and keep them in our thoughts and the community as well for their diligence and patience in um, um, our efforts to help piece this uh, puzzle together. Multiple county and state agencies helped in searching for Gardner. Police say they don't know of a specific motive for Gardner to kill his father, but say Cody struggled with mental illness. New from Big Island, an effort to get more doctors to prescribe medication that could help people suffering from opioid addiction. Federal rules that once restricted prescribing the medication bupropofene have now been lifted. But the Hawaii Island Pencil Task Force says many doctors may not know about the change. This is one of the most effective medications for a disease that we have in medicine. As a community, we must now address the significant remaining barriers in making this effective treatment available to Big Islanders in need. 
Most medical providers do not know that they can offer medication now for opioid addiction. The task force is encouraging doctors to learn more about the new rules. The medication is covered by insurance. Now that press conference happened just a short time ago and we are working to get all of the information you just heard on our website at hawaiinewsnow.com. Also, we are learning the latest about the investigation into that tragic fire in Makiki yesterday. Investigation continues today into that house fire in Makiki that tragically ended the lives of two people. We don't know the victims' ages, but HFD says both of them were elderly. The two-alarm fire broke out just before 1 p.m. yesterday on Spencer Street, just south of Punchbowl. Flames were shooting out of the two-story home by the time firefighters arrived. There was also heavy smoke, and due to the high winds, people in Kaka'ako could smell it. Nearly 40 firefighters were dispatched to the scene, and they were able to put it out within an hour. One elderly male was found on the ground floor outside of the home, and an elderly female was found on the ground floor inside one of the bedrooms. Now officials say a third person who lives at the home wasn't there at the time. No word yet on the cause. Now to the latest on a 94-foot-long luxury yacht that ran aground Monday near a marine sanctuary off Maui. The U.S. Coast Guard, DLNR, and Maui police are working with contractors to remove the threat of pollution at Honolulu Bay. Earlier this week, absorbent materials were placed inside the vessel to capture loose products. A containment boom was put around the yacht to capture any more fuel discharges. So far, the Coast Guard said drums filled with over 270 gallons of diesel were airlifted by a helicopter and brought to land. Defueling operations as well as removal of other materials will continue today. The body of a 59-year-old man was found in Hilo Bay around 4.15 Thursday afternoon. Officials say it was about 200 yards offshore and rescuers used a helicopter to bring him in. Police said the man is a local resident, but positive identification is pending. Foul play has not been ruled out, according to police. An autopsy has been scheduled to determine his exact cause of death. Anyone with information should call police. Today is the four-year anniversary of the death of baby Abigail Lobish. Seven months old at the time, she was in a babysitter's care. Her mother, Anna, believed the cause of death was sudden infant death syndrome. But an autopsy showed Abigail had a fatal dose of Benadryl in her system. Benadryl is not recommended in children under six years old. Dixie Denise Villa has pleaded not guilty in the case and is free on bail. The trial schedule has been pushed back several times. It is currently set for the ending of May. In South Carolina, the trial continues for Alex Murdoch. He's accused of murdering his wife, Margaret, and their 22-year-old youngest son, Paul. Alex was on the stand today. Michael George has more. The prosecutor grilled Alec Murdaugh on Thursday's courtroom bombshell when the once prominent South Carolina attorney admitted to lying about the last time he saw his wife and son. You were at the murder scene with the victims just minutes before they died. It was Murdaugh's second day on the witness stand where he acknowledged stating that lie in his first interview with police, blaming paranoid thinking. When I got thinking in that paranoid way, it, it didn't go away in a matter of seconds. And I decided to lie. The prosecution took Murdoch through a minute-by-minute -minute timeline of his activities the night of the murders, suggesting he was busy creating an alibi. I never manufactured any alibi in any way, shape, or form because I did not and would not hurt my wife 
and my child. So, so I know for a fact that I never, ever, ever created an alibi. Murdaugh also talked about his struggle with opioid addiction, wiping away tears as he described his attempts to quit. Just detoxing just didn't work. He blamed that addiction for causing him to steal from his clients for years. When you're doing the things wrong that I was doing, you have all kind of ways of justifying it. And, and, and I'm not saying that that makes it right by any means. The case is likely to go to the jury next week, with Murdoch facing 30 years to life in prison if convicted. Michael George, CBS News, New York. Former Punahou basketball coach Dwayne Yuen will have to stay in jail until his trial. A federal judge ordered the 50-year-old to be detained because he poses a danger to the public. Yuen pleaded not guilty to possessing child pornography. He's due back in court April 18th. As the war in Ukraine enters its second year, protesters around the world are calling on Russia to stop the conflict. CBS's Tina Krauss reports from London. Help Ukraine win! Hundreds of Ukrainians in Australia marched with their supporters through major cities Friday, rallying against Russia. And Australian leaders made a plea of their own. We again say to President Putin, stop this war now. Withdraw your forces now. In Thailand, Ukrainians sang their national anthem, raising their flag outside the embassy in Bangkok. Honestly, I cannot find any words to describe how me and every single Ukrainian feels today because of this awful war that has been brought to our land. Anti-war demonstrators in Belgium lit candles alongside hundreds of teddy bears. And these teddy bears behind me, they symbolize the thousands of Ukrainian children that are being stolen by the Russian regime from their parents and communities. In London, protesters painted a Ukrainian flag on the road leading to the Russian embassy. In Berlin, it was a bigger show, with German activists dumping a destroyed Russian tank outside the embassy. Seeing it blown up shows you it's not invincible and war is never a good idea, so don't start it. With no signs of the war stopping, protesters say they'll keep fighting too. Tina Krause, CBS News, London. Well, a key consumer spending report is out today, and it's likely no surprise that inflation is still rising high. For more on this, CNN's Chris Wynn joins us now. Chris? Dylan, good afternoon. Any uptick in inflation is the exact opposite of what the Fed wants to see. So if consumers believe that prices will stay high, that could factor into more demand for higher wages, which could then cause businesses to increase their prices. For Americans struggling with the rising cost of living, a hotter-than-expected inflation gauge will only make it worse. I'm not making ends meet. I'm not making it. I'm spending my savings. Um, my, I get paid tomorrow, and already my whole paycheck is spoken for. The core personal consumption expenditures price index showed prices rising 0.6% on a monthly basis and 4.7% for the 12 months ending in January. It's the first time the index has ticked up in three months. Stocks plunged Friday morning as the report adds pressure on the Federal Reserve to continue with its rate hiking campaign. The Fed, look, they have, I have all the all respect for Jay Powell. 
but you know, the fact is we lost a little bit of control of inflation. Models didn't pick that up. But inflation is focused on services like hotels and meals out. Meanwhile, goods prices continued falling, dropping 0.7 percent from the previous month. And consumer sentiment is on the rise. Also released Friday, the closely watched University of Michigan survey of consumers shows people are feeling better about the economy. Still, many fear inflation will be higher in the near term. I think that's the hardest thing is what were considered luxuries that weren't even really that luxurious. We just can't afford it anymore. President Biden issued a statement earlier today acknowledging that the country has more work to do in terms of reducing inflation. The president emphasizing that the unemployment rate is at or near the 50-year low. Uh, we also learned today that consumer spending last month went up 1.8%. Reporting from our nation's capital, I'm Chris Wynn, Hawaii News Now. Dylan? Chris, thank you so much for breaking all of that down. I got a question for you. What's behind the rise in consumer spending? Yeah, Dylan, despite inflation uh, being higher, uh, consumers are feeling more upbeat about the economy, according to that Michigan survey. Economists say a warmer weather, a rebound of muted holiday spending, and state minimum wage increases, plus a strong labor market, are some of the contributing factors to why uh, people are spending more. A lot of economic trends to keep an eye on. CNN's Chris Wynn joining us. Thanks for being here on This Is Now. Over on Kauai, heavy rains earlier this week overwhelmed the Poipu water reclamation plant. 100,000 gallons of wastewater spilled on the site. That discharged water has not undergone a final filtration and UV treatment, but the DOH says none of it escaped the plant's property. There is a massive storm that has put millions of Americans under winter weather conditions and alerts. This includes parts of Southern California, which are under a rare blizzard warning from the National Weather Service. For the first time in decades, Carter Evans is in Lebec, California, that's about an hour out of Los Angeles. Heavy snow and fierce winds from a historic winter storm are creating whiteout conditions along Northern California's major mountain roads. The National Weather Service says the storm could bring 75 mile per hour wind gusts and up to seven feet of snow with dangerous blizzard conditions in elevated communities surrounding Los Angeles. How often does it snow in Southern California? seen only once before in 1989, which brought snow days and traffic jams throughout Southern California. Similar to what the storm is beginning to do now, creating road nightmares. The white SUV looked like it slid over two lanes. Authorities are warning the storm is only going to intensify as it moves south this weekend, bringing danger to California's agricultural center. About 80% of the world's supply of almonds are grown right here in the Central Valley. Jenny Holterman's family's been farming almonds since the 60s. They're hoping their crop survives the cold blast. We don't usually get the very cold weather here. It's very unprecedented for us. If we do get a lot of rain um, or hail here, it could be extremely detrimental. And already the snow and ice are making Hollywood history, with even Tinseltown stuck in a freeze frame. Now, it's not just snow in this storm. At the lower elevations, and we're talking about 1,000 feet or below, there is a lot of rain, and that is bringing concern of flooding. And then, of course, this storm is going to be moving east across Oklahoma. There could be some tornado concerns on Sunday, and then the snow perhaps in the northeast later in the week. 
Carter Evans, CBS News, Fraser Park, California. Carter, thank you very much. And by the way, I don't know if you know, but uh, he's used to warmer weather. Carter grew up in Kaimuki. He's a Punahou grad, so uh, he's a little bit cold there. Meanwhile, here it's a little bit warmer, and we'll get the forecast for you in a couple of moments. And I know that a lot of people are looking forward to the forecast to see what their weekend activities are going to be like. We're at the start of a very long extended run of very strong trade winds. Take a look today and through the weekend, 15 to 30 miles an hour, right, with some stronger gusts. But starting on Monday, notice the streamlines change color because we're going to go between 30 and 40 miles an hour. It's going to run really, really strong Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, slightly easing up on Thursday. But even then, we're still going to get some strong trade winds. So your seven-day forecast highlights that, right? Very strong winds through the weekend. And we will have some passing windward and Malka showers. Not a lot of rain, though, because whatever rain comes in, even if they, they are briefly heavy, they'll be moving out quickly. That limits the rainfall buildups. Flooding not likely an issue, even though the ground's saturated. So heads up, because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the forecast models are calling for the sustained winds to run 20 to 30 miles an hour. There's a chance during this time frame for some uh, spotty power outages, too. So be ready for that. Thank you guys so much for that forecast. Also coming up, a farewell to Aloha Stadium. And Billy, you were there this morning? Yeah, and I have to tell you, it was a little bit emotional. Aloha Stadium, it's the last chance that the public gets to walk through here before they say goodbye. I talked to the general manager this morning of Aloha Stadium. So what happens? Is it an implosion? Uh, how do they take this all down? It's actually very quietly to take it down section by section uh, as we go along. So. It's going to be not one big event and then it's all gone. So it's going to take a little while. Tomorrow's event here at Aloha Stadium. We're inside the kitty area here. It's all, of course, gated off. Uh, there's going to be tents. There's going to be vendors. There's going to be entertainment over here on this side. So lots happening. As a matter of fact, I want to talk to uh, Samantha here from Aloha Stadium. Samantha, tell me about all that's happening with tomorrow. When does it begin? Yes, so a lot of exciting things happening. Um, it officially starts at 10 o'clock. So from 10 to 11.30, that's our uh, free admission. It is sold out, so it's a walk-up only. Um, and you can kind of come and just stroll through our sports museum, down through the lockers, and onto the field if you just want to kind of capture that last moment of being here. Um, and then at 12 o'clock, we're going to kick off all the activations that you mentioned. We'll have all of the field goal kicks in here, drills in here, food, entertainment, um, everyone's going to be, you know, set up, coloring. Um, Gary Draws Fish is actually going to be doing a special mural for us. Wow. Um, and then, you know, we have live music throughout the day. Okay, so come on down. And one of the, the all of the areas that usually you have to be ID'd and banded to get into behind the scenes, that's all museum areas that all have information plaques. So you get to go into the UH locker room, into the Hawaii Hall Sports Hall of Fame. You get to see a lot of the jerseys, the helmets of not only here. Just remember, the Islanders were here. There's so much more than just UH and the NFL and college football and Polynesian Hall of Fame, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's all happening here tomorrow. And then what happens after that? Uh, there's still much more to be planned and set out. That's just not in stone yet, right? 
Correct. Um, so after tomorrow, we officially close this place up. Um, all of our events and activities like the swap meet, um, uh, you know, our holiday light show, that'll be on the outside of the stadium. And that'll still continue. We're still going to continue. Yes. Swap meet. That was the number one question. Swap meet will be here Wednesday, Saturday and Sunday ongoing, even during construction. Um, so you'll still see us, but it'll just be a little bit different from now on. All right, Samantha, thank you very much. We'll put the full information on our website at hawaiinewsnow.com. Real quickly, lots of memories. We usually think of this as a sports place, but just remember there's graduations. There was the finish line for the Great Aloha Run. Uh, so come on down and spend some time here at Aloha Stadium. For me, it was doing stuff with the National Football League, University of Hawaii Athletics, and sometimes you, were, you had special moments like when Willie Kay sang Oh Holding Night here on the field. So come on by, need more information, find out more at hawaiinewsnow.com. From Halava, I'm Billy V. Let's get it back to you. Thanks, Billy, for that report. What else is going on this weekend? Well, you know, of course, Aloha Stadium is one of those things. And what we'll do is we'll cover uh, live. Kyle Chinen will be with us tomorrow morning on Hawaii News Now Sunrise Weekends to talk more about Aloha Stadium and all the festivities that they'll have. So before you go down, you can watch Hawaii News Now Sunrise Weekends and get the latest. Also, coming up tomorrow, we'll be covering uh, the latest with Ukraine as they observe exactly one year since the uh, beginning of hostilities. We'll talk about the state of U.S. Russian relations that's coming up tomorrow morning. And it's the first time that the Kamehameha Schools, Ho'olaulea, is having its, well, Ho'olaulea in three years. Can you believe it? Uh, they're going to have lots of great food. They've got tons of entertainment. And so there's going to be a lot of people out there. Go buy stuff from the country store. Go tell them that we sent you. Have a great time today. Take your jacket because, of course, as Guy told you a little bit earlier, it's going to be windy. Once right. again, time to check out what's coming from we'll the feeds here. Um, and once again, Sunrise Weekends, awesome shows planned this weekend, huh? Thank you very much. Saturday, Sundays, that's 7 to 9 a.m. Uh, Hawaiian Standard Time. I know a lot of you watch, maybe watching online, but uh, thank you very much for watching. Yeah. Hey, we want to get to some good news now. Guys, take a look at this. What better way to end your Aloha <laughs> Friday with an adorable monk seal picture. Now, RJ58, or Kaimana, gave birth recently on January 28th. Kaimana gave birth to the first pup of 2023 in the main Hawaiian Islands. Now, peak pupping season usually begins in spring, so this early start is a welcome surprise for Noah and other scientists. Now, she's finally raising her own pup at a much quieter and undisclosed location. Of course, Kaimana was born just six years ago to mother monk seal Rocky at Kaimana Beach in Waikiki. And now she's a mom of her own. Billy, they grow up so fast, don't they? I know, they? you know, and soon it's college. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and we, we really appreciate uh, the local people that try to teach those that are visiting that you need to give them space. Yes, of course, officials recommend at least staying 150 feet away. That's if you see them on land or in the water, because of course, we saw that incident in Waikiki where the swimmer got bit, and unfortunately, um, she was torn up a little bit. Not too bad, but kind of stay was, away. You know, you mentioned that, and just before you mentioned, I was already playing back that video in my mind, and they can move fast. They really and to can. try to run from them in the water, it's better not to be even close to them. Yeah, they look uh, tired and lazy on sleeping on the <laughs> on the sand, but 
don't be fooled. Looks can be deceiving. Uh, Billy, you also got some astronomy news, well, right? You, you know that I'm a space buff, that I love things about space, whether it be science fiction or about you know astronomy itself. So astronomers have spotted something surprising outside of our solar system. No, it's not another weather balloon. It's what they are <laughs> calling a forbidden planet due to its unexpected size. So NASA's transiting exoplanet survey satellite made this discovery. Researchers say the planet is about the size of Jupiter. It's about 280 light years from Earth. They say it is extraordinary to find such a large planet orbiting a smaller star. Now, everybody's going, well, what's the big deal here? The discovery challenges well-conceived theories about how planets are formed. Scientists now plan on observing this planet. You can read more about the research behind the Forbidden Planet in the latest edition of the Astronomical Journal. Amazing. Thank you so much for that, Billy. We're going to end today's show with one more live look outside. This is over Honolulu. As you can see, we've got those showers rolling on through. So, uh... Billy, any last thoughts for today? Well, you know, as you take a look at this, just know that the winds are picking up and they're getting stronger. We'll have more information for you that's coming up tomorrow. Hawaii News Now, Sunrise Weekends. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.